Hello and welcome to the War Report. I am your host Cyrus, joined by Quan, and this is a show where we talk about NXT and AEW. And it feels good to be back. <laughs> do, you, do you feel revitalized, ready, to, ready to go? As tired as I am right now, I, I actually do feel like sort of well rested. Um. Taking some distance away from wrestling has, you know, made it better in its return, but not for a certain show, but we'll get into that. Um, it's been cool. And, you know, we, so initially I was supposed to take a break for that first week of December, period. It was Art Week in Miami and I had stuff to do. I did not have time to record this podcast. And I knew, I know I was going to be tired as hell. So I said, I'm going to take a week off. And then I saw, you know, the little whiteboard that we had for stuff that we have coming up. And I, I texted meals. I was just like, yo, you have to get the interview on Wednesday. I cannot do any other day that week. And I'm just glad it happened. I'm glad Carmelo Hayes caught on, uh, did his thing. He fucked with us. Uh, shout out to WWE PR. Uh, Kim, she was great. Niels and Justin, fantastic. I know when they both scheduled us, they were just like, y'all go do an interview. We were both like, y'all sure? <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> it was fun. It was great. Uh, shout out to Chris Mack holding it down. Uh, shout out to you once again holding it down. Showing, you know. Cause let, cause let me tell you guys. This show does not fall apart when I'm not on. I, I was fighting for my life. The whole, the whole interview both recordings of the A show, I mean, not the A show, of the World Report. I was going through it. I couldn't breathe out my nose, coughing. That was the sickest I've ever been like in a, in a long time. I don't know what what hit me. I'm still not 100, percent but flu game. Yeah, flu game, I'll get, boys. I'll get my ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, I was literally remember when the the, uh, the interview was over. I took my sweater off because I was oh. sweating. I was, you, and it wasn't because I would. It wasn't because I was nervous. I was sweating because I was still sick, and I was just yeah. trying to like get through this interview. Soon as the interview was over, and Justin was trying to congratulate us, Quan is taking off his sweater. Like, oh, my, <laughs> bro, I was burning up. Hey, you, you, uh, you did great. <laughs> you held it all in. Um. But now, shout out to Komar Lahey. Shout out to everybody that uh, supported, you know. Fantastic, uh, fantastic stuff. But how was, how was your Thanksgiving, man? You know, it's been so long. <laughs> how about Thanksgiving? Man, uh, I feel like, isn't it too late to talk about Thanksgiving? Yeah, it is, it is way too late. <laughs> right. We're damn near halfway through December. Um, Thanksgiving was cool, man. I saw the family. I talked about it on the podcast. I'm sure people don't care. But I went to my brother's house. How was your Thanksgiving? Was more important. You got a lot of big um, things going on around around your way. Yes, uh, a, a lot of things are going down. Um, my Thanksgiving was fine. Um, not too much food this time around because me and my mom were so busy. Mm. Uh, I would say everything was great. Everything was delicious. Um, the only thing that we forgot, and I was kind of just like devastated and sick when it was time to eat. We forgot macaroni and cheese. That's like literally the number two thing. I forget that. So my barber shop was like, yo, 
either get your haircut today or you're not getting a haircut for a very long time. They were closing the shop for like at least like four days. And I needed a, I needed a haircut because we were going to transition into art week. And I was just like, I'm trying to get fresh for art. You're trying to like keep for art week. I feel you. I'm trying to get fresh for art week. So I was in the barbershop for damn near two hours. And my mom said, all right, I'm going to go grocery shopping for, you know, every, all the rest of the stuff we need. Just send me the money. So she forgot mac and cheese. And then she said, I just, at this point, everything is already made. She said, I needed money for pie. And I said, okay, I got my haircut. I got fresh. I went back, I, I went back home. I, I gave her $20. I don't know how much pie cost. So I just handed her a 20. Uh, she bought four, she bought four pie. Pecan, okay. pecan, sweet potato, apple, and there was a, uh, something that I can't remember. So out of those guy. four I just listed, I could only eat one because I'm allergic to everything else. And that was the apple pie. The only thing I could eat is apple pie. I was allergic that's, to only, that's, that's the only good pie out of the four anyway. I'm not a I, pie guy. but I handed my mom the 20 and then she was like, this it? And I was just like, you, you mean? what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> I texted you only had a 20s for the pie and then you said okay and then you get you get four pies and I could only eat one of them she don't respect you I was just like <laughs> you go press me like this no and respect. you forgot the macaroni and cheese and you forgot the macaroni and cheese which is a cardinal sin that's like the biggest sin you can commit on this is disrespectful <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is disrespectful. No respect in that household. Um, but Thanksgiving overall was fine. Uh, everything else was uh, great and fantastic. I got a promotion at work. Uh, hey. Cool. <laughs> um, and art, it was so crazy because they wanted us to do like training and transitioning and all that stuff during art week. And that wasn't happening. So we're yeah, doing so- all of it now. And it's a lot of me just standing around being like, well, I don't have a work computer, so I don't know what I'm about to do all day. Chilling. So it's a lot of me just chilling. Uh, but yeah, that's fine. That's great. I'm getting paid a lot. So shout out to uh, holiday season. <laughs> we, we, we up. <laughs> right now. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. And then, you know, the Camarillo season review, that was great. And now we are here. We're back into the daily grind, back to normal life. And we're up. We're great. I, I slept a lot in the past two days. That was fantastic. Mm, uh, nice. It's been good. It's been great. I think now that would be a good transition into in the trenches. So lit. this I hate that this was announced while I was gone for a little bit when WWE uh, announced their uh, name, license and likeness program. Um, basically a program just giving uh, college athletes another route uh, post-college. And to my surprise, it was very dismissed amongst the community. And I was just like, y'all don't know. Y'all I really don't people, know shit about nothing, man. I think I think the problem with a lot of people didn't know what that was unless you like follow college sports, uh, a, a well, name, like, image, like... Just, just read the press... Thing. Yeah, that was, that. That was it, like, this it's not salacious it's not something 
that's it, juicy. It, it, it's, not, it's not sexy. It's not. Yeah. Uh, 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 they don't care. There's not a skeleton in the closet involved with this. And I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was there's, crazy. There's no, there's no scandal in this. It's just something that. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly, I don't see where you could find negatives in this, um, at least at this point. When it's I was, a, it's uh, beneficial to both parties, the, um, yeah. the participants and the company. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's a good look. If they make it, holy Ooh. shit, you made it. If you don't... Still got paid. You got paid? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you got paid. You got paid. There, 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 there's no uh, you know, uh, unpaid internship in this. And when I was talking to Justin off mic about it, he was just like, nah, this is crazy in like the public eye because think about it like this coming out of fresh like you know fresh out of college if you don't your two league. choices was well three choices is that you're either on an olympic team nfl nba yeah to add wwe to the list of those things yeah it's fucking crazy that's a big deal that is insane and Yes, WWE might not be important or, you know, in, in our household as like, you know, the Olympics, NBA or w, uh, or uh, the NFL, but positioning your optics, positioning yourselves next to those big, uh, those big three things makes you look important. Yeah. I think we should explain what um, the name image, like, what do they call it? What is the WWE branded called? Next to the uh, line. Next in, yo. <laughs> I'm, the I'm, so tired. I'm, so, I'm so tired of WWE bullshit. <laughs> the flip is crazy. They are the marketing kings, man. The they, next they, in line. They have the gimmick name for it. They have, and, and the gimmick name doesn't have a different acronym than what it actually is about. That is, Brother. dog. Who, oh, who, brother. The, the boardroom was in their bag. <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> they was they, in their bag with that shit. They were talking over Uber Eats like, I got it. Yo, U- Next Uber, <laughs> Uber Eats, Adderall, and all uh, uh, sorts of drugs. Got they it. were going dummy in there. <laughs> well, um, well, WB's NIL program was announced mm-hmm. last week following the NCAA's historic new policy that took effect July 1st, 2021. Um, basically you could monetize their name, your name as a, as a college athlete going forward, you can monetize your name, your likeness and your image. So basically if you didn't know before, if you signed to be a part of the NCAA, you signed away any kind of rights to your name to make money off of it because you were considered an amateur and not a professional. Therefore, if they caught you getting paid in any, even, not even getting paid, you even got like a gift from somebody, <laughs> a car ride, damn near, they'd be like, okay, you're Hand that over. <laughs> yeah, hand it over, buddy. You're out of here. Uh, so WWE was like, all right, let's let's uh, let's tap in. If you guys haven't noticed, a lot of college athletes are now getting involved with you know sponsorships and mm-hmm. advertisements. Uh, for example, two of the people, two of the uh, basketball players from uh, where they go? Fresno State, these twins, Haley mm-hmm. Cavender and Hannah Cavender, they have a whole bunch of. They're already sponsored by a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, that what's that boxer brand that the with the expensive ugly boxers that joint called Calvin Calvin Klein nah the P, the PS, uh, PSD Hine. PSD PSD oh I don't know whatever what it is. is yeah they and like and like some other shit they got like ten of them off top but um yeah there's a lot of different names different um sports there's track and field 
which we've seen, obviously, we've seen success in with uh, Bianca Belair. There's some amateur wrestlers, some basketball players, some big boys. Uh, there's one dude, seven foot, uh, John Cran. From, he goes to Portland State University. He's a football player. Boy is seven foot tall, 400 pounds. And you know, he probably, probably nimble. Probably, uh, probably moves like a motherfucker. And then, yeah. you know, <laughs> the uh, resident thick boy thought he was going to stand out. Get, him, get that nigga out of here, man. Uh, Joe Spiv- Spivak, Spivak, I don't know how to say his name, but he also, he like put out a whole promo video. Yeah. Him, him, him coming out of uh, Lake Michigan <laughs> with no clothes hey, on. Damn it. Give two weeks of promo class. He gonna be something. He got the, he got the energy. Um, just to reiterate, like this doesn't mean these people have signed on. Some of them have signed, mm-hmm. or at least on the way to signing. But this is more so a sponsorship. It does not necessarily mean that these people want to sign or are going to sign. But I'm sure some will. WWE uh, put themselves in a wild, like, good position with this. Yeah, this is a win-win Being, situation. Because, like, the name, uh, you know, the name itself is crazy. With the flip, you know, being being another, uh, being another like, route of success for people post-college. And then they got a WWE, WWE-sponsored athlete, blah. Yeah. Crazy shit. Marketing the marketing team was in a di- <laughs> bag. That that's some. Um, I don't I, like. I, like I said, I don't see how you can look at that in a negative light in, in, in any kind of perspective. But I don't uh, see it. You know, t- Twitter being Twitter, we saw a lot of crazy <laughs> things. Uh, we saw indie wrestlers being like, if these college students really wanted to be wrestlers. They should have not went to college and should have <laughs> grind like I did. Um, I guess. Is there, I, uh, I live in the real world. My mama yeah. told me college first. Um, it's just, it's very. Uh, it's it's hate it's hater it's, shit. It's, 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 it's hater shit. It's gatekeeping. It's a lot of back in my day kind of uh, uh, Republican uh, uh, energy that I don't you, like. You signed to a major label, you know. Uh, yeah, y'all not yeah. indie. This is 2021, dog. Like, you don't like this whole this whole this whole iteration of uh quote unquote paying your dues. You have to suffer and get fifteen dollars a show and then travel. Like this is this is this is boomer mm. shit coming from people our age. Yeah. yeah Why go uh, go uh you know to these college students? They asking them to go do a paper route. Fuck that. We we on our route to the paper. Sign me up with this program. You know, you know what it's like. It's like when I hear people like. Them like uh the financial experts or the, or the business gurus giving seminars like oh go work for free do that like nigga you, like start an LLC yeah or something like what are you talking about bro like <laughs> I'm not working for free yeah uh yeah four dollars to to, to, to to all the haters ridiculous and also there's a lot of college students in the WWE currently that you really do love there are a lot of collegiate athletes in the WWE that you really love and you know what. I know, I know I saw a lot of, uh, there was a lot of pictures of people just, you know, showing Roman Reigns football background, Big E, Goldberg, Steiners, uh, Bianca's track and field stuff, Dolph Ziggler's. Um, Rocking Stone Cold. Yeah, but Xavier Woods has a PhD. I hope Chad y'all remember Gable. that. Chad, I don't think he has it. I think he got close. I don't think he ever finished. No, he has a PhD. He has his PhD. He has a PhD? He has his Are PhD. you sure? Yeah. All right. 
Um, that is that I is can't... a that is a that is a college educated individual. Uh, because I believe when his TNA thing didn't work out, he was just like, or like you know the light started to get dim for uh, Impact. Literally, he was just like, uh, I should probably go to school. Um, oh, he does have it. Okay. He I know he's not like, not not even like collegiate, just smart in general. And this doesn't this doesn't mean WWE is not going to sign indie guys no more. It just means you have to really fucking stand out because over, you know, over these uh, past three years, they have signed a lot of indie dudes, and you know, a lot of them didn't stand out, and so we're here. Um, Hey man, if, if if you still got your hoop dreams to be in the WWE, good luck. We wish you wish you the best. And to these college athletes that just want to just you know give this a shot and try it out, I hope you make it. I hope you fall in love with it, and I hope you become one of the next big things. Uh, moving on, uh, HBK gives us uh, an update on Triple H. It's nice to see that Triple H is uh, back and recovering. Uh, the quote <clears throat> right now for me, I told him. I don't care how good you are. You, you stay away. Uh, great health. Uh, concentrate on you. And yeah, 2.0 is in a very good space right now. I don't think Hunter should really uh, be rushing to come back. Um, just focus on your health and uh, your health. The, the, wealth is, the, the wealth is going crazy right now because I think 2.0 is doing great. And uh, if everything works out, shit, you'll be a really you're gonna be balling, bro. Uh, if everything works out. So. Oh, also, I didn't put it in there, but uh, HBK also pointed out that the input that you guys think Vincent Pr- Bruce Pritchard have on that show is not as much as you think it is. They kind of oh, gave him they kind of gave him a blueprint and said y'all got it from here. So this is still Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Regal's show. It's that, not that, it's that not is, the Vince show. Yeah, I don't know is, where y'all got that idea where this like Vince is gonna be booking this show. Yeah, but uh, not, because when, when Hunter got sick, that's where you're just like, oh, no, uh, they're taking over. And that has that's been debunked that, yeah. you know, it's not the, uh, the thing, but nobody wants to believe it. Because, you know, it doesn't fit their narrative, so nobody wants to believe it. Mm. Um, and then shit, we even got confirmation of like what took place on that day when Vince visited, which is I. Like you, like you said earlier today, we need a thirty for thirty on that. I, I need a whole documentary on what Vince, on what Vince saw and said. No, we, the, have, to, we have to switch this whole thing. This is please, not. <laughs> please show me. Please show me what happened that day. Please tell me cameras were on that day. Vince walked in um, there and said, "What the hell, y'all got going on in here? Cut Vince, this shit off." Vince walked in and he said, "This is what y'all got." <laughs> hey man, get in line. We about to have some short matches real quick. Let's see. And he was just like, "Uh." Come here. <laughs> <laughs> and they went into an office, they talked, and then now two then 2.0 was born. They said, you know, I don't I don't think it's really crazy for for people to just believe that Vince was just like, yo, you got a solid base here, but let's switch it up. And this is this is this is what I think you should do. Let's see, uh, and just work with that. And then people automatically assuming that Triple H would be opposed to that. Yeah. And then, uh, well, shit, does he have a choice? Vince is boss. So it don't that matter. Too. And then, <laughs> that um, too. 
you don't like it tough shit but also it was just like okay vince went down there he said oh this this whole shit is ass and it took all responsibility what man at his age wants to put more work on himself that man is 98 years old <laughs> you think he wants to pick up another show right now you don't even what want to be at raw yeah, my man well, could, he could he could barely book raw right you want him to book NXT? Like, what kind of what, what kind of shit is that? But you know, I love two point Um, I like the direction it's going. I, I think it's working out really well. And then in other two news, it made me very sad that the week that I come back, the big dog, the one that rose from the ashes, mm-hmm. on commentary, Death Phoenix, mm-hmm. will be departing from the NXT. Gone. So when I heard that she was in the, uh gone from the announce, well, what is it? Miz, uh, Miz and Edge had their thing with uh with Maurice, and then Beth Phoenix la- leaving. People were just like, "Is she gonna? Is she like leaving WWE?" And I was just like, "No, did y'all read her note?" And 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 if she's lying, right? Y'all don't think they're going to do the mixed tag match? Of course. Would you want to see that? Uh, I thought the one uh, Miz, uh, Miz, Maurice, Bree, and Brian was cool. I know I know it will be a... You mean long... Nikki and Cena? No, 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 no. No. Uh, when was the Bree and Brian one? Bree and Brian happened. When was that? Uh, Probably two years ago. No. WrestleMania? No, but that, that match did happen at WrestleMania, but no, that match did happen. Um, I wish I could remember the year, but that match happened and I did enjoy it. Um, because it came more... Uh, Maurice gave Miz like brass knuckles at some point at like one match, uh, Danielson and... Um, I mean, I'm calling him Danielson, whatever. Um, Alan Nassau 2018. I don't yes. remember that. I'm, it was okay remember. match. It wasn't enough. I think it will be a like a complete like left turn of what Edge has been doing since he's like return. But after having the bangers with Roman Rollins, let this man have a break. Let this man well, do something fun with his wife. I'm interested. I'm surprised they haven't put Edge with somebody kind of like he hasn't really been in the ring with. I know Seth. I guess to a degree, he never really had been in the ring with. But like, I I'm sure Miz and Edge have crossed paths back then. I was I was talking to Justin. He was just like, nah. They never wrestled each other on SmackDown. They're both on the same show. No, I think Edge might have been on Raw by then. I don't remember. I, I I was just like, you know, obviously I thought this was like the counter to Punk and MJF, which I was just like, y'all do not have to compete with that. <laughs> y'all y'all. <laughs> Please be the bigger man, because that shit will derail itself, and then it did. Um, yeah, I, I I thought it was okay. Um, I definitely think Edge will like kind of like mix it up with like uh, some other people in the future. Um, but like, let him do his thing, and I I definitely I think that Best Phoenix, uh, the mix tag with Best Phoenix, Edge, and Miz and uh, Maurice is something that I can see happening at like Mania or SummerSlam. You think extending this all the way to a mania? Shit. You see how long they stretched out him and Roman and him and Seth? It went a really long time. Yeah. So it is what it is. But I do miss Beth Phoenix. I thought uh, her and Vic Joseph were just 
beating the brakes off uh, Wade Barrett on commentary, and it was absolutely hilarious. Um, he, I, I think she she grew so much on commentary. I think the, all three of them were gelling really well. Soon as Mala Ronaldo left, yeah, well, flourish. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, she couldn't get a word in when Mora was on commentary. It, was, it, it used to, and people would be like, "Beth is a bad commentator," and I'll be like, "Motherfucker, she got nothing to work with. <laughs> she can't talk. She can't get it. She can't get a word on commentary." And then it took like more. I think Marlo Ronaldo, like I think like two weeks before he was just like, "I'm out of here." To for him to go, my bad, Beth Phoenix, I cut you off. Yeah, that don't happen on commentary. <laughs> that rarely happens on commentary now. Um, but she's gone. I'm gonna be sad. I do. I did miss her on this uh, episode of it. Yeah, it felt weird just being Wade and Vic. I it, feel like they they need another because Wade person. was saying some wild shit, and I was just like. You need to like be roasted right now. <laughs> yeah, because like Beth and Beth would have been roasting them by the point. We when you were talking they, about um they would have been cooking them. Yeah, they would have been cooking them. Uh, uh, when toxic attraction was just like Vic uh Vic Joseph pick up your jaw, Beth videos would have been like, Hey, what y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Would have been smoking weight that whole time, but uh we're gonna miss Beth Phoenix. I love Beth Phoenix. Uh you saw that video that she put out just like showing all her highlights of uh all like the memorabilia she has. Of yeah, that was nice. That was uh, nice. Damn near cry. All, all, nice. all, all the jackets. Um, I felt like my heart started to warm when I saw the index and uh, well, you know, the index uh, wedding invitation. I was just like, oh no. Nah. Yeah, she was uh, she was the star of that. She was star of that little MSK promos and stuff. Yeah, man. She she I'm had her imprint in uh, NFC. Well, Love her on commentary, man. I hope she comes okay. back. Um, but being a parent comes first. And really? to end to end this off, um, <clears throat> Jay Cargill asked a question on Twitter. She said she hit the Charles Barkley. I'm gonna start a dialogue. You're going to have a dialogue. <laughs> yeah, we're going. We're gonna have a dialogue. And as soon as that dialogue started, she deleted her Twitter account. I mean, look. I <laughs> this is what happened. You can't. You can't she, talk about this kind of stuff on. Let me pull on up. on wrestling Twitter. It's not going to work. Let me pull up. Pull up tweet. Uh, let me see if I still have it on me. If I didn't delete it. Uh, it might be in my most recent deleted. I don't think I deleted those yet. Uh, where is this tweet? Okay. Nope. Got it. Basically, Jade Cargill asked, "Hey, why? What's with all the disrespect toward black women in the wrestling community? Because it's there." And you know, of course, people were like, "No, it's not." And she was like, "Yes, it is." Oh, and I that's pretty. I didn't see any back and forth that she had with anybody. I I'm, I'm just assuming that's what happened. That probably mm-hmm. she was like, "You know what? Let me get off of Twitter for a little while because." Y'all, 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 y'all doing too much. Y'all about to raise my blood pressure. And I feel her. You know what? You found the tweet? Yes, I found it. But keep going. And I feel it because like sometimes you just gotta the social media shit. I could I couldn't imagine being in the public light like that and just have just seeing comments all the time. Especially, you know, I can't speak for being a black woman, but I had to imagine, especially in a space like professional wrestling. 
I can only imagine. It's probably not, you're probably not getting like the best comments from mm-hmm. you know, especially that fandom. Let's keep it a stack. I've said this ten thousand times. AEW is only literally telling you we're only targeting this one type of person mm-hmm. for our shows. So anything else outside of that is not going to feel very welcome. Regardless, look, if you're not eighteen to forty nine, if you're not a white guy, they're not target this show is not targeted towards you mm-hmm. and that's just what it is and unfortunately she knew i mean i have to imagine jade knew what was going to come of it but i mean i don't know if that's the reason why she deleted her twitter if that, like those two things correlate or if she was just tired of being on socials uh, there's, uh, there, i follow her on instagram and there was like some follow-ups there but keep going no that was it I'm oh, okay just <clears throat> go ahead the tweet was uh why well, do some, not all, in parentheses. Uh, some, uh, some of you fans have against uh, Black women wrestlers. I hear it so much and it sickens me. It's 2021. I'm talking about it because uh, everyone is scared. I'm not. Shaking the table. She, she, she wanted to shake the room. And the room shook back. And I don't, I, I didn't see any of the comments that were there or what people truly had to say about it because I saw that tweet and I thought it was very ill advised. I mean, unless she could take the heat and she's ready and she's ready to uh, fight back. Shit, the way it, she didn't take it didn't take it very well. Like I am completely like, I get it. It is hard being you know black in the space and especially in that space, the AEW space, but. You you invited that negativity in. Yeah, that's the thing. You you can't if there's one. Sorry, I don't want to uh, generalize, but if there's one thing that and first, I'm, let me preface saying I love y'all, but if there's one thing you want to rile up some white people, just imply that they that might be racist. racist. Yes, they ugh. they're gonna go <laughs> they, stupid. They're, they're gonna, gonna go, go crazy. This is the implication of hey, what you what you're doing may or may not possibly be you know, deemed racist, mm-hmm. all hell is going to break loose. And that's just kind of, when you imply that black wrestlers are being disrespected on the internet, you better be ready to fight back. Like, yeah. I, I agree. I'm with her. I'm not disagreeing oh, with her at all. I'm, I'm with I'm, her 100%. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. You just got to be ready to fight. And it's you unfortunate get, that it has to be that way, but that's the you, internet. You, you can't tweet that. And I'm ready to be on your side. And then the captain gone? <laughs> Leave it what's, up? What, what's up with you? I, I'm, I'm ready to fight for you. <laughs> we gonna start a dialogue. Shit, I'm here with you. I got my mic set up. You left. Not even um, like ten hours later. Yeah, like I I agree with Jay Cart, but like you know, I don't even. She didn't really have to, you know, even ask. That. I think it's self-explanatory. It's it's this it's it's the space that AEW has created. There's literally, there's, you know, obviously this is not all, we're not going to generalize or anything like that, but there's literally, uh, I, I literally saw tweets that were just like, yo, WWE is becoming a lot more black. So it would be in, uh, you know, this was like around Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Johnny Gargano and Kevin Owens. It was just like, I think it would be best if you left before the black people push you out or people of color push you out. You said that? Yeah, I saw. I literally saw a tweet like that, and not I was just like, bar. "I'm shit. I will not make that up." 
because I, I don't have to make shit up to hate on the AEW fan. <laughs> That's a wild thing to say. I don't think white people are literally going to be like wiped off the fucking yeah, dude. Of WWE, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they literally like you know signed or you know uh, working with a whole bunch of white people now uh, in the um, next in line program. But like, yeah, that like, was that, that that's what they were saying. There was AEW the white man paradise. Loki, <laughs> that's what it is. And Loki? then uh, Jay Cargill, she deletes the Twitter account and she posts it on IG. She just says buy Twitter, and I was just like, okay. And then she was just like, I spent way too much time on social media. And uh, she said, 15 minutes turn into 30 minutes. I'm done, uh, basically. And I agree. I'm sure she read a lot of, you know, the she's green or, you know, uh, she's not like Bianca Belair because, you know, she responded to that a lot, uh, that criticism you know, a lot. You can't have two black women sharing a space in wrestling. Nope, yeah. They got to be compared. And I, and I wish she took that route rather than being like, well, I ain't got a PC like Bianca Belair did. Why? Like yeah. what? <laughs> I don't think that's the defense that she should have taken on that one. And then basically she was just like, I spent way too much time on social media. Uh, it was a choice between Instagram and Twitter. I make money on Instagram. So therefore it was the easy choice. <laughs> and I rock with that. Uh, and then literally later on uh, today, she was featured on the Savage Fenty thing. So I'm going to say shout out to Jade Cargill for being uh, a Savage Fenty model. That's fire. Yeah, that's hard. Um, and they won't put her on TV. I don't like have a rest on TV that often. I don't get it. Well, AEW's the white man paradise, bro. <laughs> hmm. uh, but yeah, let, let, let's get into it. Uh, the white man's paradise. I'll call it that. <laughs> So, two weeks removed, not really seeing much of anything AEW-related. Uh, took some distance away from the show. Um, would you consider this the go-home show for Winter is Coming? Yeah, it built, uh, built a lot built to uh, I feel like both both shows this week felt like a build-up to next week. Okay. Um, this episode sucked. I wasn't much of a fan of this episode. but so Maybe at the last two matches... But yeah, yeah, everything else. I, 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 I will agree with that. I did like uh, Jamie Hader versus Riho a lot. And I like Danielson versus uh, John Silver a lot. Um, it's a match that I wanted to see. I'm glad it didn't really go like crazy long. Uh, well, it's not like they had much time to go anyway. So, and I'm glad it didn't end in a draw or like some weird shit like that. Um, what, Brian and John Silver? Yeah. Uh, no, that wasn't going to end in a draw. I mean, I knew Silver about to get stomped you, out. You know how AEW be. But, um, thought the match was good but dog literally getting through there i was just like y'all structure is like this is okay because the week i was gone everything was this is the best thing of 20 years this is the best thing since sliced bread this is great fantastic you know just all overwhelming praise and i come back and it's like it's still the shit show when i left mm. we start out with a with the punk promo that but I was, that just was like turn that shit the fuck off. That was it was such a weird promo. It was like he was trying to be heel, but also not be heel, but still doing heelish things like making fun of the sports team. 
and then I, it's I, very I, I get, like I guess like oh this is where uh you know MJF is from so I'm going to make fun of it and why Reverend X cut that shit off it was it was that was very it's a terrible. very this is a terrible promo yeah people are trying to outside of the I will say that first promo they had was good uh do I think it was the best thing in the last twenty years no but it was good <laughs> um and I feel like. I don't know if they're trying to like re uh what's the word I'm looking for? Ignite yeah, that feeling. Yeah, reignite that feeling again. But like the last two weeks, I don't think their promo I don't think MDF promo last week was very good. Actually, I thought it was terrible. I think it was one of the worst promos he's done. And then Punk comes back and also gives and then a not, he, he, a not a very that good That was promo. the worst promo I ever heard. Hey, hold my <laughs> beer. I'm about to match it. Garbage. Terrible. Yeah, it was a lot of rambling and just like what where what's the end goal of this promo? What is uh, the that was the problem. Feud. This shit is ass. And then he pulled out the shirt that had the four pillars on it. And I think did he have MJF cut out or some shit? No, MJF was taken off and added Britt Baker instead because uh, Britt, you I, know, I know you haven't been watching. Pump but... eating dick uh, on Britt Baker for some reason. Um, I mean, she, I mean, got, uh, she deserves. I'm, I'm with. I'm about to. Say, if, if, if there's a four pillar, I, I, if realistically, I would take Jungle Boy off and put yeah. Britt Baker. Instead of, but, and you I'm know. taking and I'm taking MJF off, and I would add Hangman Page. That's fair. Uh, I e- guess e- the the four, I guess the four pillars, but I guess you couldn't add Hang- Hangman because he's like quote unquote the now. He's not really the future. If that's what the the play on it is, you know, uh, that's fair. That's fair. That's a fair reason. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm putting Brit. I would put Brit there over. Jungle Boy. I, I hate that this feud has been like, you know, just two of the best talkers. Now it's just like, oh, uh, just why is Britt Baker being inserted to this? Why y'all keep talking about this? And then, and then fucking uh, Adam Cole trying to act hard on Twitter. Uh, like, oh, brother, fucking spare me, dog. Sorry, I need to take a drink of water. Um, <laughs> next. Wait, what happens next on the show? Because I have the Battle Royale first up. That, is, was is the, that was the that was the that was the next match. Yes, this battle royale is terrible. I think this is the worst battle royale I've ever seen in my life. No, you, you, have you seen a teenage reverse battle royale? You know what? Yeah, I did. So uh, <laughs> this is definitely this is the uh, second place. <laughs> I don't, I don't the, like the, wait, the reverse battle royale with the women, right? No, they had one with the men. The first one with uh, the men. No, they probably the had one with, with the, women. The, the, uh, no, it was like a reverse like cage match or some shit. That shit's dumb terrible. shit. Tina has some terrible ideas, man. You know <laughs> the problem with us. the problem with this battle royale in this. I mean, this is the rules every every year they've done it, but like just having two winners, it just feels it just ends so abrupt. It's like okay, two winners, see you next week. It is like that, stupid as hell. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I didn't like it back last year or this year. It's just yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to see a match that ends in that is strange. I don't know. If it, it just felt very un unfulfilling, like okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess the story of it all was that Dante Martin, you know, fake fake joined Team Taz and then mm-hmm. threw uh, Ricky Starks out at the end. Whatever. Double crossed uh, him. Ricky Starks gets hoed, and this is the first time I've seen him in the ring. It's so damn long. Wasting my man's time. You gotta watch Dark, bro. That nigga need to go home and rest. I know that neck ain't healed up 100%. I, I think um, he's good by now. You sure? Um, it was just a fracture. I'll give you that. Um, literally everything involving Dante Martin, Ricky Starks, and MJF is some of the worst shit I've ever like. This is bad. I'm gonna stop saying the worst shit I've ever seen because I've been saying that yeah. a lot, and I don't actually mean that. 
but this is stuff is like movie. really bad. I didn't think the battle royale was bad. It was just unsatisfying. It, it, it was a battle royale, but um, a battle royale with no real winner is like eh. so stupid. And then I think I, I already had like I already had like up to here with like the bullshit when like Eddie Kingston came out. Uh, no, that was for a different match. My fault. Different match. Um, nah, this is ass. Uh, it is what it is. And then let's follow it up. With a multi, another multi man match, yay! Well, no, we didn't finish because after that, you know, even even oh. if it's a battle royale, we can't not have a post match beat down, <laughs> beat down after the match is over. So, um, who was it? Uh, oh, Don, I mean, uh, Ricky Starks comes out, attacks Dante, MJF walks away, he acts like he's gonna go save Dante, but no, he also joins in, they both jump Dante, Fucking Martin, and, yawn. And, oh and my god, CM, and then CM Punk comes out. And um, breaks Looks it up. Like- so I don't. I don't think they're gonna do the tag match. But spare, please spare me that. If I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna imagine Dante is probably gonna win off like some CM Punk distraction next week. That'd be my guess. They've for been the doing. They've been, they've been doing a lot of work here with Dante Martin, and they're gonna let fucking MJF and uh, CM Punk screw this up. Nah, let my right. let my man have his own isolated space. No, I think they'd be all right. He'll be all right. Um, that would he get to the eight, the eight man. Yeah, you know, it's, it's so far in this show, it's like a lot of every segment I've seen so far. I'm just like, man, I don't care about anybody in this match. <laughs> and this eight man, I, let me tell you, no, I ain't care about anybody in this match. I saw this was announced on Twitter, and I was just like, oh boy. Um. So we get Jurassic Express with the Varsity Blondes versus the Acclaim and uh, 2.0. I don't care about anybody in this match. Not a single soul. I can't. I I, I don't. I wasn't. Not a single Varsity varsity Blondes haven't been on TV in months. I don't don't know if one of them was hurt. Varsity Blondes haven't been seen in months. And then the last time we saw uh, Brian Pillman Jr., he was getting getting hoed out (laughs) by MJF. Um, So, yeah, yeah. Um, who was – so you said Varsity Blondes, and we said – who was their partner? I mean, I – Luchasaurus and um, Jungle Boy, it's fine. They go in for the tag belts. I, I don't really care for Jungle Boy. Luchasaurus is cool to me, but yeah, I don't really care for Jungle Boy that much. Um, 2.0, I guess they're kind of funny sometimes. I don't care for their in-ring. Just extre- they're just extremely Canadian, and I don't I don't think that's funny. I didn't think and, it was funny on South Park. <laughs> and um, the acclaimed, I don't really care about Max Caster. Uh, um, so I, I, I do. You care about Bowen. Bowen's you cool. like to see You like to see the growth of Bowen, which that's Balls, fine. But yes. You know, <laughs> but yes, I um, I, I I'm rocking with Anthony Bowens. He grew on me. Um, You're a funny guy. <laughs> he grew on me. Uh, yeah, man. Outside um, of that, uh, I don't have anything else. I don't remember anything that really happened in this match. Like like a lot of the AEW multi man uh matches, vibes, spots, and I thought you know I had it up to here, or I was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. When Eddie Kingston comes out and then he throws uh, Daniel Garcia into the uh, to the steel steps, and then the referee is literally like following Eddie Kingston to the back, and I was just like, "This is taking so much like attention away from 
all the chaos that is already happening in the match. And I was just like, what are you guys like doing? And then we get an Eddie Kingston promo, you know, uh, as soon as he like walks to the back. And who who was the, oh, that nerd with the face paint? Is that who I think it is? That wasn't Dan Housen. That was Ortiz. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, thank God it wasn't that other dude. You thought um, of Dan Housen? Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> no way you're pairing Dan Housen with fucking Eddie Kingston right now. Are you serious? No. Nah, uh, I hate that Santana and Ortiz definitely deserve to be in this match. Uh, well, not in this match, but I definitely think they should have a match on the show. Uh, but they're subjected to a, a, be, a, a, a brawl in the middle of a match that's already happening. And I was just like, this is so chaotic. Why are we ve- doing this? It felt very um, late '90s WCW Attitude Era Russo style. Like, Just a lot of like you know how NXT has been like cutting down on entrances, or you know uh, there will be a promo and then somebody will come out interrupt, and then they will have like a match. Like it all just like comes fluid in together. Mm-hmm. That's not happening here, <laughs> and it seems like you know they they're running on the time on show and they're like trying to stuff it in. But it's just like, you guys have rampage re fucking lax. You do not have to stuff all these things on the show. Um, especially with the lineup for rampage. Thank God. I stopped watching after the third week. Um, I want to see hook. <laughs> I show as fuck. Don't the hook uh, debut. I show as hell. Don't who, who is uh, the bigger meme turn wrestler, Tony D'Angelo or hook hook. Yeah, it might be hook. Because Hook has actually has has actually hasn't done shit at all. Y'all meet because y'all meme Tony D'Angelo in the War Games. <laughs> he had no he had no business being in that match. The match needed some guy to bring in the weapons. Even though Trick, Trick was right Williams, there. Yes, <laughs> even though mean? Trick Williams was right there. Um, it is what it is. Um, yeah, man, terrible. And then. Uh, how do you follow up this multi-man match? You have another one. Well, this was just a regular tag match, but... But it's a tag team we didn't want to see. I don't want to see the Young yeah. Bucks. I don't want to see the Young Bucks, and I sure as fuck don't want to see the best friends. And I sure as fuck don't want to see Rocky Romero in 2021. <laughs> I hate Rocky Romero. What, what I do what, not what, like watching what, this man what a, wrestle. What did Rocky Romero do to you, man? He's a terrible and in, in not entertaining. Not te- don't do that. Don't do that. Rocky Romero is a fine wrestler. He's no, he's fine. not. He is yes, not he is. He's he is, fine. He is, he is one of the most boring small guys I've ever seen wrestle. He's fine. If I could think about really short dudes that wrestle currently that I don't Even like, short? it would be him and Marty Scroll. I thought Marty I was like pretty good. He would just, he's a creeper. He wasn't that good in the ring either. I do not like Rocky Romero. I don't have a dis. I don't. I, I'm pretty indifferent on Rocky Romero. I'll be honest with you. I mean, this match happened, and you know the Bucks won. Bucks won, right? The yes, the Bucks did win. Of course they uh, did. And they they had all the all the fucking just like every button, all the fireworks. Turn them on right now. Not not in any cohesion, uh, you know, with any cohesion. Just do everything right the fuck now. Uh, they had Adam Cole do his. Uh, they did the kiss spot. Had him interfere. Orange Cassidy comes out, do his thing. 
Wheeler Yuta is out here. And then uh you know we had Trent uh we had Suzanne. The, the van and, pulls up. And then you know we what? have uh Got Trent. Suit. Uh we shit, I was more excited to see Sue than Trent. Um I was happy to see Trent. I'm happy he's back. He looked good. Well, he's always looked swole. No, nah, he looked he looked definitely looked more ripped. Like he definitely put some time in, in the gym, especially off a of, uh what are you a back fracture? What the hell are you having with back? Uh he had a spinal fusion surgery, which was like the same one that I had. Uh I'm pretty sure he had it way less severe than I did, but I was just like, though, you have a, you know, if you get the same surgery that I did, I'm very like, I, I get like real experty about it. And then I'm just like, <laughs> I don't think you should still be wrestling, dog. <laughs> hey, um, uh, well, Shabbat is coming back. So if any, if anything, anything, anything is possible with modern medicine, anything is ill-advised when WWE medical staff is not involved. Um, I don't care about the best friends, and I don't care about Trent really coming back. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy he's back. If, if that means let's wheel you down on my TV, I'm fine with that. <laughs> when you say that, because we're getting Adam Cole versus Wheelie Yuda on uh, Rampage on Friday. Are we? Yes, we are. Oh, you excited Lord. about that? Let's Wheelie Yuda, right? Yeah. You think that you really think they go kick Wheelie Yuda to the curb? Not to the curb. I just I. I just, you thought you I, thought like I want shit. him on dark. He can be on dark elevation all he wants. That's fine. You thought you thought like shit. He gonna be on rampage, baby, against potentially one of the biggest stars in wrestling, Adam Cole. Can we talk now, about stuff that I actually liked? Yes. Yeah, so now we get into the portion of the show that we actually <laughs> did enjoy. Um. Oh wait, no. Oh well, we we have it in a quick hit, but uh, let's move on. Riho versus Jamie Hader. Uh. Banger, really good. I wish Jamie Hader won, man. I don't. I don't, I don't understand. I, don't really I, I know you haven't been watching the show in two weeks, but there would be. No, it would make no sense for Jamie Hader to win that match. Uh, Rio beat Britt Baker fair and square to get a title match. Therefore, Rio now has to go through Jamie Hader. Yeah. Huh. So uh, Rio should just get the match anyway. But yeah. Um, so she could. She could have the match. It's it's so strange that they're building Rio like this and not Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa is still in the tournament, isn't she? Or she out? Uh, shit, they made it seem like it was the finals, and uh, they made it seem like Rio already won. Rio won in the tournament. Here's what it is. Um, anyway, match was really good. If yeah, if there's if, if there's anything to watch in the show, it's that. These last um, two matches are are like if AEW started with like one like the last two matches, I think I'd be a lot more happier. Or at least put one of these matches in between all these multi-man matches. I think the show would have had at least yeah, like the pacing of the show was very strange. I think that's what hurt it. Um, but no, this match was really good. Uh, Jamie Hader just literally just beating the shit out of Riho, and then the turning point in the match where I was just like, "Oh, this shit hard." When uh, Riho does a double stomp, and then she's just like really like just stands on her stomach for like three seconds. I was just like, mm. yeah, she laid that shit in thick, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this match is turning around after this. Uh, so I, I like that part of the match a lot. And I actually don't have any qualms with Riho winning. I just like I just like Jamie Hader a lot. That's all. I think Jamie Hader is gonna get hers. Low key, I wouldn't I, be I shocked. So. I would I wouldn't be shocked if she the one to take the belt off Brit at some point. I don't know, take it off Brit, but be champion. Sure. I think she'll take it off Brit. Hey, I'm fine with either or. <laughs> either or. 
Um, main event. Yeah, our main event. We get uh, Danielson versus John Silver, which is a match that uh, I like to see. Can I talk about how great Brian Daniels has been? I and look, Yo. I've been telling I've been telling y'all for a long time now. This man, the greatest professional wrestler to ever exist, to ever live, and he's proven it. He, this man, I've, I've said, it, I keep saying this. It it really shows. This man is light years beyond everybody else in that company. No one's even close to him on the mic, in the ring interviews whatever it don't matter this dude is like this is like we're almost at jordan 98 levels of this like is being that and guy I, I, and i think it's very embarrassing for the aew roster this 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 is 98 jordan wrestling in fucking shanghai right now this <laughs> i'm not gonna ridiculous. be i'm not gonna do that <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous how like he's really like, he's doing what i wish christian did and although I know Christian isn't like to the level of Brian Anderson, but I do think that like these guys are actually learning a lot from being in the ring and excuse me with Brian Danielson. Um, his match has this, his matches have structure and quality that no other matches like really having on these shows. Um, yeah. And I like John Silver. So I thought this was a really cool uh, person to like, you know, do the Swift. I did not watch the Allen's Angels match, so it's whatever. Um, but I did think uh, I didn't watch the Coca Bana match either because yeah, I think that was thank- that he, was the Thanksgiving he, week. He whooped Coca Bana's ass. Good. He literally kicked his tooth out. Good. Um, and then what was the match? Uh, what was the match that he had? Uh, the Evil Uno match where he was just beating the shit out of Evil Uno. Yeah, loved it. That's exactly what it needed to be. Um, Are you excited for winners? The match uh, winners coming. I kind of hard to say, honestly. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I wasn't very high on this episode of AEW and uh, all the post match stuff after this match. And every match on the show has had a post match beatdown. Um, or like some women's one have one. Yes, Britt Baker uh, put uh, Reho. Right, the WWE match did have a post match beatdown. Fucking ridiculous. So. You know, if things didn't happen in rapid succession on the show, you can appreciate moments. But it is what it is. So I can't really say I'm too excited for this match, especially. Uh, I know the champions don't normally wrestle often, but I haven't really seen Hangman, you know, try to build some momentum or anything uh, going into this match. So. Eh. See, I can say that, but I feel like Champa don't really wrestle that much either. That's fine. So I, I, the I, match is going to be—I'm sure that I'm very sure the match is going to be good. It's going to get you a lot of time, and I'm cool with that. Yeah, so, uh, I'm sure the match excited? will be. I'm, I'm sure that the match will be really good, or at least enjoyable. But excitement—I'm not feeling it. And I don't think it's the. I think it's just the product in general. I'm not. I'm kind of. Ah, I don't want to because a lot of the stuff that they announced for when they're coming, I was just like, Oh, well, I guess um, we should we should probably read the card. Yeah, just kind of uh, Serena Deebs and uh, Hikaru Shida are gonna have a match. I do not care. That could go crazy. I do not care. That, that, I'm I, I'm excited for that. that well, shit, crazy. I'm, ba- I'm barely excited for a match that I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that. 
Um, MJF versus Dante Martin for the diamond ring. I think Dante Martin, Dante Martin wins this. Yeah. I don't CM see Punk why. Yeah, by CM Punk interference or something. Um, yeah, and then Hangman Page versus Brian, Brian Danielson. That's the only other match announced. And Dave and Hikaru Shida are going to be on there. Yeah, and I, who you got one in that title match? Page. Yeah, I don't think they want to have him lose on this first defense. Yeah, that would be crazy. And that's why I think it's ridiculous that Danielson is the first defense. But AEW needs Daniel Bryan at the fucking top of the car. They yeah, especially, especially with Moxley going, I don't think they really have much of a choice. We, I think this is this this obviously oh, seemed like it, we don't do playing. a lot of happy birthdays, but happy birthday to John Moxley! Oh, is it birthday? Um, happy birthday, John yeah. Moxley! Let's. Uh, I wish him a speedy recovery. And I saw a very green tweet that I'll share with you later. But uh, Godspeed to Moxley, please uh, recover, get get well soon. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think it's. It's hard to say because, you know, I'm the firm believer of just because you have the match watch doesn't mean it's not going to happen again. Um, but I do. Th- it's just like. If it's not Daniel, uh, then like. Who else that we care about? Mm, they could have went um, hangman cool. You know, that would have been fun. I, I would have been sad. If would have if it would have I would have been fine with that. I would have been because uh, uh, Hangman does have a lot of history with the Bucks. And... Yeah, all that being elite stuff and like Hangman and Cole had like I don't know I didn't watch it back then, no, but no, uh, I don't think they have much history. <laughs> but you know, just him being Adam Cole ready to solidify himself as the man uh, of the house since Kenny Omega is gone. I think that would have been a really interesting story uh, in itself. But that's really about it. So I think that might be what's next. I, th- I think we'll get there. I think the whole Adam Cole taking over the elite, that's the story we're going to go with. Which is why I wasn't so quick to jump on the, oh, Adam Cole isn't doing anything he's done. Um, I'm sure Adam Cole going to be fine. Yeah. Um, quick hits. Malachi Black. He in the hood now, baby. Uh, he, he fucking with the Varsity Blondes now? It feels very much. This is the very much the uh, the theme situation where they don't really know how to start a feud with them unless they just randomly attack people. I don't know why the Varsity Blondes is his next target. That seems kind of random. Not even like he had like affiliation with Cody or anything. And just like why? Yeah, they- but like it's crazy how <laughs> he just got like broomed away out of that Cody thing for uh, Andrade, Andrade to get fucking incinerated <laughs> in five or his sins. But Malachi Black, you in the hood now, baby. This is wild, bro. I like to see the explanation for this one. I don't want to hear it. Um, what do you make of the Sammy Guevara, uh, Cody Rose thing? Well, when the segment came on, once again, I was like, man, I don't care about either of these guys. Yeah, that's why <laughs> That's why I tossed it to you to give your opinion first. I don't care. Because, boy, dog, I, when I saw Sammy Guevara come out, I said, man, this Ratchet and Clint getting real interesting, boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, um, this is this is uh, leading more toward the longest heel turn I've ever seen in my life. Slow burn to a heel turn I've ever seen in my life. Um, we in the hood now. I just, can we just get this over with, man? Why are we still doing the teasing or heel thing? Just do it. They want to boo you anyway. I, 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 I was talking to Justin, and then they were just, and he brought up a very interesting point. Cody turns heel. Every other heel on the show, it is cooked. It's going to be is going to be Cody and Dan Lambert. Any other heel is going to pale in comparison. I'm Because Cody can get a, you know, he's already getting it. He could get a lot of heat without doing any sort of cheap shit that like MJF is doing currently. People already want to boo him. People already do not like People this already- man. So he does not have to do anything but Play it up now. The show that we watched for Spot Callers, uh, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor 12. Ooh, what's on you know how uh, it had that terrible match with uh, Cody and Kenny? I don't but that ROH crowd, they hated that man. Watch it. When I saw, when I was watching that, I was just like, okay, I see the vision. I see it. I, I see why people want to turn uh, do the heel shit now. You, you his weight that weight belt, right? Mm-hmm. In that match, he throws it to the crowd. They threw it back. They threw it back. They did that to him two weeks ago, or, the, or during the table, the uh, the flaming table match. They threw it back. They hate this nigga, man. <laughs> they don't hate MJF like that. I do. Well, you you no, you actually don't like him, but. You know, no, you know the thing with MJF is I do like MJF. It's just I don't. Uh, I hate the it, way he, the he's promo is disappointing. Cut. Yes. Yes. Um, or just like we see the potential, but he's not trying to like reach it because yeah, everybody's yeah. satisfactory with the level that he's at now. Yeah. Um, which I feel like. And they and they're giving him all this credit for he ain't really done shit yet. Yeah. That's my thing. It's just it's kind of and it's kind of the same thing with Braun Breaker. Like the opposite is like. Bro, he just got here. Like, can relax. we slow down? Can yes. we relax? He's um, had four matches. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wild. And same with Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, but, Tony um, D'Angelo. What are we doing? I don't know what to make of the Sammy Guevara, Cody Rose thing. I already don't care about it, along with a lot of other things on the show. Um, what is it? Ruby, Soho, Tay Conti, and Anna Jay are going to have a match with Nyla Rose, the Bunny, and Ford. Boy, we in the hood now. That is some shit that that would put that. That is a dark match. I thought, that is I thought a, we were. That is an AEW dark match. I thought we were over the, uh, the Penelope Ford. I sure, I sure, I sure, I sure the fuck bunny, was. Bunny experience. I thought, we, I sure thought we finally I, moved on. I sure was in the Tony concert. <laughs> we gonna hit the remix. Uh, put uh, put um put Ruby and uh Nyla in the abyss. That match is gonna be terrible. Um, and then Men of the Year did something. The Ratchet and Clank was getting real interesting. So I don't know what happened there. Um, and that um, is uh, do you that's know? It. What are they talking about? Um, I don't even remember who they were even talking to. And that is AEW, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> We about to get into war games in NXT. 
If there's one message I want to leave for you guys, is you will never fail if you bet on yourself. And I don't know what my immediate future holds. That's up in the air right now still. I may do some things here and there, but I do know one thing for sure, and that's in February, I'm gonna start the most important job of my life. Because I'm gonna be a dad. Let's get into NXT 2.0 and War Games. Um, and War Games. Yeah. I haven't watched any wrestling in two weeks. And my first show back was watching War Games. And I really did enjoy it. It was very, uh, it was a very fun watch. Um, do you want to just go over the whole paper, like the whole pay-per-view really, really fast? Or just like, you know, some are like just the big matches. Yeah, I mean, we really only got to talk about like three of the matches, um, yeah. in my opinion. I'll, I'll I'll say we'll talk about the two war games matches, and then we'll talk about I guess one of you know the tag team championship match. If you want to, I uh, I think I mean I think that was the better match. Unless you have want to talk about something else. I was gonna say let's talk about two war games matches, and then we'll each talk about which of the non war games matches that we really did. That's fine. All right, we'll do that then. All right. So, the women's war games match. Uh, Toxic Attraction, um, Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, JC Jane, and Dakota Kai versus... Uh, what would be the name for this team? <laughs> Was there a name know. for this team? No? Okay. T- so, team uh, Raquel? I don't know. Team B, uh, Io Shirai, <laughs> Raquel Gonzalez, uh, Kaylee Ray, and Cora Jade. How do you feel about this match? See, okay, so I, if I were to rate the two matches, the two war game matches to compare, I will say the men's match was the better match. However, I think the women's match told a better story mm-hmm. in, in the sense of, you know, the core, everything after the Cora Jade spot was telling the story about how Cora Jade overcame and um, persevered to get the win for her team. Everything before the Corey Jade spot wasn't very good. Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't very good. A lot, of, a lot of missed spots. A lot of people not knowing where it's supposed to be. I'll, I'll say this, you know, not, not that it's an excuse or anything like that, but, you know, that's kind of just how War Games kind of goes for, because you can't really get the win until everybody's in. So it's really just vibes for, you know, just until like four people are officially in, whereas like two people like where it's equal. And that's where it kind of like ramps up. But I do agree. It was kind of shaky around that time. But it just, it was just, um, it wasn't even, it was just like, they were missing spots, man. <laughs> At mm-hmm. one point where like, I think like someone pulls a catch a trash can and they dropped it and then like they just stood there and then someone picked up the trash can just to get kicked in the face of the with the trash can. It was ridiculous. Just start swinging, dog. If you drop it, if you drop the spot that bad, just start swinging at each well, other, man. You know, I'm not even going to do that comparison. But um, <laughs> I thought I do agree that I think that the women's war game match had a better story. And that's what gives it the edge over the men's match for me. 
Mm -hmm. um you know Cora J doing the spot like yes the wrestling between that time and a lot of the stuff that was like kind of sent like kind of centered around Cora Jade was happening yes it might not have been the best but I did think it was still fun overall um and I think the story for Cora Jade you know her getting the pin Io Shirai just being like nah you gonna stay in it and then popping her shoulder uh you know um Kaylee Ray being like Nah, big dog, you got to get in this. And then, like, swing her a kendo stick and stuff like that. Like, everybody is taking care of Cora Jade, like how everybody is taking care of each other in NXT 2.0. Like, I love that NXT 2.0 is, like, this mentorship program now. Everybody is helping each other grow in uh, some shape or form. And I thought it was cool for Cora Jade to really be surrounded by all these vets, you know, in, in NXT, uh, you know within NXT and they're making sure like, you know, the, the young is okay. And then, you know, Io Shirai could have easily got the pin, but you know, she put, uh, you know, she just held Mandy Rose back and let, um, Cora J get the thing. Mandy Rose could, uh, pin, uh, JC Jane after she got the, you know, the man, the, whatever fucking her finisher is called. Uh, but they let Cora J get it. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, for the men's, yeah, the wrestling was like good, in, you know, from uh, you know, throughout the whole thing. But I feel like a lot of the spots weren't as good as the women. Like the big moments weren't as good as with the women. Um, also, I don't know if uh, if you noticed, but have you noticed the the tables in the men's war games matches just exploding? The, the women's one too. The the one core went through exploded too. I don't know. I don't know where they got their uh, okay. tables from. Uh, Cause when Grayson, cause when Grayson Waller did the elbow drop, it just, it, like there was like literal smoke. Like I know that shit was not in my head. Like did no, the table were, exploded? They, it exploded. It did. <laughs> all I don't know like, what all the night. fuck was up was that. They put a little the demolition table, works. <laughs> I, I would. Uh, I didn't really notice with the Cora Jade one because you know, uh, she kind of crashed into it, and like there was pieces of the wood. But yeah. when Grayson Waller did the thing, there's like pieces of metal that like <laughs> shot out. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking insane. But uh, I did like the women's war games match more than the men's. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, the, uh, what really bothered me about the men's, I thought the finish was very lackluster. I agree right there. Because it was like big spot, big spot, big spot, big spot, spear to the table, and then a power slam <laughs> to end the match and that was it i was like oh okay <laughs> yeah like i know raquel doing her very whatever her finisher is and then cora j just being like uh okay i'm gonna get it but you know that's the story around it you know they, yeah, that made sense within the story they 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 built it up for her to you know let her get that but it was just like power slam and then, like, as soon as the bell rung for the men's, I literally, like, just got, I just, like, muttered to myself. I was like, word? Like, that's it? Yeah. yeah. That was it? I don't they, know. Like, they didn't stick like, the landing on that one. They were going, they were going dummy. So, like, I was like, you know, I was really high on this match. Like, shit just kept happening. I thought it was really cool. And then the, the finish came, and I was just like, oh. And, you know, I yeah. guess when you go too hard, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, know even. I, would, I don't know what I would want the finish to be instead, but, like, We've seen a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, we've seen um, Champa 
do a whole air raid crash off the top top of the cage. cage. Ricochet did a double moonsault. So, I mean, they had a lot to live up to. I don't think they were going to be able to do it. I don't th- I don't think Grayson Waller's uh you know elbow drop was that great. I don't think Tony D'Angelo's whatever the fuck he did with the crowbar was breaker, cool. I didn't breaker. I didn't even think I didn't even think it was cool. I thought it was very stupid. I mean it was um, fine. <laughs> I uh I rather he just like did a lung blower instead. Not from the top, just like with the crowbar, just like a lung blower would I thought that would have been sufficient enough. But I I, I didn't think that uh, was particularly cool. Um Melo just being the Iron Man, I thought that was really cool in itself. Uh, I thought uh, also, you know, just last thing I'm going to say about the women's war games thing is that uh, I thought everybody in that match came out looking great. Yeah, um, I agree. For the 2.0 side, I would say Melo and Waller were the shining stars for me on that team. Um, I mean, uh, for black and gold, I think everybody. Especially Tommaso Ciampa and Gar- Gargano because they were just playing all the goddamn hits. No, um, can't go wrong with that, man. When when Gargano came out the Rebel Heart, I ain't gonna lie hey, to you. Hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. When he when I heard Rebel Heart, I was just like, oh man, I actually might miss this guy if he leaves. Like, yeah, it, man. It, it, it was just like you know, I was just like, hey, man, if he go, he go. I think it'd be crazy if he did. But after I heard Rebel Heart, I was just like, oh, oh man, you know, the memories. It, a little pain, like a little pain in my heart came in, a little <laughs> sadness. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with Gargano, man. Uh, but yeah, that's how I feel. Uh, that's how we feel about the War Games matches. Um, the match that I would like to highlight is Duke Hudson versus Cameron Grimes. I thought that match was really good. Did you? Yes, I thought I thought I... that match was really good. What match fun. I'm very surprised by is that I didn't like Roger Strong, Joe Gacy like. I didn't like that either. I, I didn't. I, I didn't dislike it. It was just kind of a match. It didn't feel special. Mm-hmm. This. I mean, we'll get into the cruiserweight championship, but like, it just seems. I don't know. I yeah, it just it felt like a, just like a TV match. Joe Gacy really didn't impress. I don't know. I don't know. If they had like like weird chemistry or something. But I it just like. I feel like instead of give you know putting them on this show, they should have just let them like main event on TV and give them a lot of time. Yeah, I, I think that's what I would have preferred over the match that we got. But then we'd only have four matches on the show. You know, they like doing five. I mean, I I know uh, there's there's no going back from fixing this now. But what else they the match put on? Um, shit. Let me think. Give me, give me. A, uh, there were no other match they could have put on. There were no other feuds. Morning. <laughs> I mean, you could have did Santos versus Zion Quinn, I guess, but oh, absolutely, that's what I'm not. saying. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, we got what we got, but uh, the tag match. Um, I'll say this. So the show to me for me. Oh, I, I like war games. Um, Imperium never fails to impress. I just think. They just they're just bland looking, but they are some of the most impressive motherfuckers on this goddamn <laughs> roster. That is yeah. that is my only gripe. They just look boring, but they are fucking fantastic. That European style, man. It's, you know, it kind of reminded me of like a um a William Regal. He also had like a, a really bland look, but yes, when uh, that bell ring, it was like well, I think the thing with uh Regal though is that he was great on the mic and he could do anything. He could do yeah, comedy, uh, he could well, do evil you know stuff, what? he could do whatever. 
okay. I don't yeah. know if Imperium, he, he, I, he I don't know if yeah, he personally. I don't think Imperium had that kind of range. Um, they are good on the mic. They are good. Yeah, fine on the mic. Um. So for the longest time, I didn't care for Fabian Eichner at all. I've always been a oh, fan of uh, Marcel Bartel. This nigga, show, this nigga shows <laughs> all the goddamn time now. I don't know. I, was, I, I don't thought Marcel. They told him backstage. <laughs> then it was just like, nah, you going stupid, son. Keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I always thought Marcel was like light years ahead of Fabian and like interesting and like in ring ability. Fabian Eichner uh, on Sunday. <laughs> That boy went dummy. Hey, I ain't look. He went I'll, crazy. I'll, I'll say. I'll say this. I. This is not a knock to either dude. I think that Fa, uh, Fabian Eichner, amazing tag dude. You know, uh, he's a he's an amazing tag dude, and I think Marcel would be a very interesting singles guy if it ever came I, to. That. I think Marcel's great. Yeah. I've always thought um, he was great. I'm I'm thinking about it right now, like the bar, because like Seamus, you know whatever he kind of like started out as a singles dude so like you know he could be a singles guy if you want him to but like cesaro he's a tag dude cesaro i, I know i know like, y'all don't want to hear it, but he's i a tag know dude. people don't want i keep i kind of compare him to um owen hart i think both of them are extremely good in the ring and they have that that you know that level of just like in ring but there's something just like just a little small thing missing that don't mm-hmm. take them to that next level but i mean obviously they're well respected in their craft and you know everybody loves yeah. them but like there's it just no, there's nothing wrong with being a tag team. yeah i think this is the greatest tag tag team wrestler of all time in my opinion he's really good uh i won't i won't even hate and speaking of just being a tag guy kyle o'reilly and uh von wagner i good. will say I, i'll say this Von Wagner, he doesn't look lost in the ring anymore. No, I, I, I can definitely say when he was in that fatal four way, or when he was, um, you know, just having like other matches like Elgato del Fantasma, like you can see the gears turning in his head when he does the next move. Yeah. Now I don't. Everything yeah, is coming. Flu- everything is coming fluid to him, and I saw it tonight, and I thought that was a very, very big improvement of what I'm seeing. Do am uh. Am I am I high on him? No. Ah, uh, no, do nothing's I, changed. <laughs> do, I, do I regret the grade that I gave him uh, a couple uh, weeks ago? No. But I'm glad to see that you know wrestling is starting to come actually naturally. So that's all I'll say about that. That's all I got. Um, shout to Kyle. He's Kyle showed out. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, let's get into NXT. And then uh, speaking of Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly, they're having a steel cage match. So I didn't watch the night of, but, you know, I was in the Discord and I was on Twitter. And when I saw Kyle O'Reilly put the EU up, I didn't think of that as, oh, he's at me. I thought of it as a, motherfucker, do you know what I went through? You thought you was just going to run up on me? <laughs> I was on, part doggy. of the Undisputed Era, bro. I'm with the best backstabbers in the game. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I agree with you. I didn't think that was like uh, I'm leaving pose. I would mm-hmm. more like nigga. I'm I'm Kyle O'Reilly. Like you can't you can't you can't I, get I've a full of fast one on me. I've I've done this before. Um, yeah, that was, I, I I like that they didn't go with the straight up like oh he t- he beats him up. Uh, Von Wagner beats up Kyle, and then we get there. I like that 
Kyle is a, a savvy vet and he's like, I'm not an idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? It didn't and, make it didn't know, make him look uh, dumb. Every and the, a lot of people have, you know, baby faces look dumb because you know they have to be a little bit naive or, you know, yeah. uh, overly optimistic. But you know, just having that ring awareness or you know, just seeing it coming, I thought that was really great. But the cage match, uh, the cage match itself, uh, nah. I only caught the end of it. Uh, I was out with my kid for her birthday, so I didn't get to see. It. I just I missed Fam- the first like fifteen minutes. I made the. I think I made the right choice. <laughs> I feel like I didn't miss much too much. Um, Honestly, no. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. This whole episode, it wasn't really it. I wasn't really, it felt like a whole, just a setup for next week. Everything felt like a setup for next week. Yes. Uh, which I'm not mad at that, but what, uh, how I felt about this episode is normally after war games, we kind of like move on, like new things happen, but I feel like we're getting, you know, the same stuff again. More yeah. Well, not, uh, not in a bad way. I was going to compare it to AEW, but I don't mean it in the bad. You know why? Because the, the war game match wasn't like a feud ender. It kind of, it kind of started. Yeah, it wasn't feud a feud ender. Because what is it? Uh, we we like two point oh won the war games, and it was just like, what does that really mean? Because you know, going forward, you know, on this episode, you know, La Knight and Grayson Waller still have beef. Uh, Grimes and Hudson are going to have another match. Braun and uh, Champa are going to do another thing. Loomis and uh, Williams is doing another thing, even, you know, post-war game. So, like, I don't think anything in this, I don't think the current landscape has changed from, you know, two weeks ago when stuff was just brewing. And I would say that is very <laughs> Not saying that this is going to last until, till, you know. You think they're waiting until January? Do you think they're waiting wait until New Year's Eve to really do anything, like, yeah, absolutely. new? Um, you know. The time for team sports is over. We were back on the track of things. So I'm not surprised that they went this route and like, you know, nothing really moved forward. Like, what is it? Uh, War games just felt like bragging rights for the most part. Like it wasn't really to move anything. Or, you know, it wasn't to move past it. Mm-hmm. But Tyler Riley Von Wagner was a no for me. Uh, Von Wagner, like it's coming naturally, but I think his moveset is still bland. Uh, next we get um, Braun Breaker comes out and he you know making his intentions known that he wants to face Tommaso Ciampa again uh, saying that it's kind of even it's uh, 1-1 let's get it and then Malcolm Bivens come out call him LeBron I don't know why he kept doing that but I thought that was very funny (laughs) Um, and now we'll be getting Braun Breaker and Roger Strong and what did that te- what did that text you a couple hours ago? Uh, let me see. What, <laughs> what did I tell you about? I texted you about we were talking about Braun. Yes. Uh, I th- what you said was I think uh that's what Braun Breaker needs to do. He's not championship ready yet, and I think Roger Strong will be another good test for Braun Breaker. Um, I feel like Roger Strong is going to lose that match, and I'm not mad at. It is what it is. Roger Strong, I think he's in a very good place. I think what's more important in this promo with Malcolm Bivens uh, slipping in that the Cruiserweight Championship, oh. the weight limit's off. So no. I th- this, uh, this on top of uh, Joe Gacy's promo 
uh, I think later on in the show, where he talks about abolish he wants to change. Yeah, he wants to abolish two hundred five live. I think the cruiserweight <laughs> the cruiserweight division sounds like it's dead. I think it's over. Um, it's, I don't know. It's been dead. Yeah, it's been dead for a while. I think ever since Kushida lost it, <laughs> he kind no, of no. Never... I think I think when Kushida uh, wasn't around. Yeah, he, uh, when he caught COVID, not that is I don't mean that as a, it's his fault uh, for catching COVID, but I do think that like that definitely hindered the uh, the cruiserweight championship. But you know, I'm not mad. At yeah. So um, I mean, yeah, it looks like this is. is the end of the cruiserweight division. It's fine. I guess we're gonna have two mid card titles now in NXT, which is interesting. Um. Well, I mean, according to our, our our friend of the show, Carmelo, he does believe that the North American Championship is a mid card title. He believes it's, it's the, the A Championship. I mean, and hey, Champa need to step it up. It's, it's our A Championship. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, we get Carmelo Hayes versus uh, Dexter Loomis, and I thought this match was very odd. Um, I don't think this match should have went that way. Why was it odd? Uh... I think Loomis really just wanted to get his hands on Trick Williams. Motherfucker, you should have yeah. just did that shit. Should have yeah. just caught him just caught him lacking like you did uh Austin Theory when he was coming out with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> he just chloroformed him away. Uh yeah, just we seen Dexter Loomis kind of get his hands on guys easily before. I don't think this match necessarily needed to happen. Uh it was just it, and on top of it, it was, also, just, it was just a fun match. It was just a fine yeah, match. It, was a, it wasn't like yeah, it was yeah. cool. <laughs> Dexter, um, I'm happy to see Dexter Lumis back in the ring, but yeah, this match mm-hmm. was whatever. And I didn't, I mean, I didn't care for the finish. Uh, the DQ finish it wasn't for me. And then uh, what is it, Carmelo? Uh, his ribs, you know, being injured for War Games. Um, he I was selling them ribs. Was, I, yeah, he was selling the fuck out of them ribs. <laughs> I like that. In the beginning of this match, he is keeping, he's staying low to the ground and he's mat wrestling with, uh, with, with Loomis. And he doesn't really go to the top or do anything high risk uh, after the commercial. I thought that was very interesting because if this was the other show, he would have did a dive in like the first two minutes and then we would have went to commercial break. <laughs> um. But nah, uh, it is what it is. Um, we'll see where this goes. Uh, I would love to see uh, you know, Loomis uh, and Carmelo again well, for the championship at a different time. Carmelo, Carmelo had a... Uh, his night wasn't over. Oh, yeah, his night wasn't over. To near the end of the show, he gets in the face of Roderick's... Oh, not Roderick. Uh, Diamond Mine, minus Roderick. And um, did, it, did it seem like they're going to like try to unify those belts? That's what, because that's what it kind of seemed like to me. Like, oh, we're just going to unify these two belts. Uh, that'd be hard. You tell me we're going to get Comrilla Hayes versus Roger Strong? That would go crazy, too. I mean, hey. it seemed like we're ready in that direction, and that's fine by me. Turn that the fuck up, son. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would love that. So that'd be perfect, yeah. uh, perfectly okay with me. Um, next, we have our main event the tell all with Johnny Gargano and. This was really great. You ain't never seen nothing more since, like, this is, you knew it wasn't, re- like, pro wrestling when he came out. It was pro wrestling towards the end, but, like, 
he really came out there and just you know let his heart out and i thought that yeah was really, uh, just a great genuine moment before we got the uh the johnny gargano write-off and did we think it's a write-off I think this is what I think. Um, I think he extended his contract. I do think he's going to take some time off, but before he takes time off, he can let Waller go. Waller go over him first. I think he'll probably leave in January. I think. Well, keep in mind that we're very close to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So. So I'll say this: Gargano will not be on the show next. Nah, okay, so he won't be next week. And he All won't right, be but, there for New Year's Evil. Hold on. So we got so look, next week is the 14th. He won't be there. Nope. Tuesday 21st. He might be there. I don't think he'll be there. He might be there. I don't think. I mean, I'm giving it a fit. I mean, I'm gonna go uh 60-40. I'm gonna go. We don't see Gargano for after this. Mm. Okay. I say, and you know. If he says that he's going to be a father in February, Candace could be due at any point in January. I mean, we don't know how deep in February. February is a short month. But, I'm just saying. Know, uh, what is it? It's like three weeks. <laughs> but, um, you know, anything could happen, and I think it would just be best for him to, you know, just be right off the show. And if... If Waller is going to transition to Gargano, then what the hell is LA Knight? Gonna do? I don't know. Talk to young hoes and his uh, and his, and his Corvette. <laughs> uh, hey, I really did wish he stuck the middle figure at Waller as he like drove <laughs> off. I really wish he did. He was <laughs> motherfucker. You you like views, bro? Here's one for you. <laughs> that would have been hard. That shit would have been hard as fuck. That shit would have me in tears, man. You know, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. This episode was kind of interesting because it was like continuing feuds while also teasing other feuds that are gonna happen later. I thought now yeah. I'm thinking it because it happened a couple times tonight. Yeah, uh, where... it, it it happened. You know, everybody revolving around Roger Strong. Um, you know, re kind of like rehashing old uh, old stuff. Uh, I, I I did think this episode was very. interesting. Going into, we'll see what happens when they kind of, you know. I'm not saying get right back on track, but the tracks are set now, so let's see what they do when they start moving again. Yeah. Uh, so I think next week should be interesting. Um. Yeah, but uh, just a little, a little bit more about the Gargano tell all. Um. It was cool, man, and I like that. I I like that he was just like, yeah, I was in NXT for a really long time because I really did like. It was really cool. It was fun. It was cool. And uh, not not to say that me and Gargano are doing the same thing, but I got promoted to manager at my job. Hey. And people were just like, man, you've been like, you know, standing with the artwork for us for a really long time. And I was just like, I really did enjoy it here. <laughs> like, I really yeah. did like just standing around listening to podcasts all day. Uh, but now I have to snitch on people. I see y'all motherfuckers on your phone. <laughs> but uh quick hits we get the country nerds versus uh diamond mine and this finish 
Go home after Whatever, bro. <laughs> Whatever, man. When, whenever, well, you know, GYV steals the tag rope. When has WWE ever, ever cared about the tag rope? Ever. The thing is, that, is, is, is uh, what is it? Is FTR on the return? Like, what the <laughs> fuck was this? What, what, I, what I thought was funny when they were on commentary is like, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and then the ref is just like, hey, there ain't no rope. Like, come on, bro. He's close enough where the rope would be. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> that was, so yeah, that me. match was so dumb. And then I don't even know why, I don't even know why Imperium was like perched up top watching them because they didn't even bother doing anything after the match. They were just, just there for just vibes. Chill. They're just chilling. NXT is all about the vibes. And then, <laughs> this episode you know. is a vibes episode, bro. <laughs> and then, you know, after that, there's a promo with um, Briggs and Jensen arguing with... Uh, who are they arguing with? Oh, Jack with GYV. Oh. And then Jack and then Jack at Time comes in. There's all kinds of shenanigans. We see Karen Q in the background sleeping again. Um, Wait, she was back there? I didn't see her. Yeah, she, she, she popped up and yawned. So last... You know, I don't know if you watched last week... No. But um, last week during one of the promos, she's like, you can see like someone like napping in the background on a couch in like her pajamas, <laughs> and then they didn't really say anything about is, it. And then this she, week, is she done with her eternal slumber? Like, as I don't uh, know, she's living a sleepy gimmick, and I'm here for it. You hey, know, I, I can you. relate. I can relate. Tired as hell, boy. You want to? Hey, you want to? Stand. You want to relate to the 18 to 49 demo? Give being a, a tired again. millennial yeah being tired <laughs> uh nah that's cool that's cool i didn't notice though um and then uh the tiktok tag team came through and was just like who want to roll with us and then they picked the worst dressed niggas in the room yeah you, go to, you <laughs> try to go to edc with uh briggs and jensen and, and, okay. and those fucking flannels and me yeah. come on nah. Ew, that's a nasty fit too <laughs> that's but, a nasty uh, fit moving on we meet our shaman I know there was a lot of predictions. I thought the Jeff Hardy prediction would have been really cool. I thought that would have been really nice for, uh, uh, you know, somebody as successful as Jeff Hardy to really be doing the thing. People, uh, people were saying RVD because they got caught with the sack. And I don't know RVD success. Is he like a really successful tag dude? I mean, yeah, him and Sabu, him and Kane. Uh, I, think I know another, him and Kane, but I don't. Um, damn, who else? I'm trying to think. I know he had another. I think he had two WWE uh, tag runs. I don't remember who the other tag team part was. It Booker T. It might have been Booker T. I don't even remember. But before people start going, oh, Cyrus don't know jack shit about nothing. I think of RVD as the intercontinental. I think a hardcore champion of anything. I think exactly. RVD. Yeah, I don't. I I never thought of him as a, a tag. Google it. But Google it. our shaman is Matt Riddle. And I thought it was I thought it was a right. solid pick. Right he in front of our su- faces. How do we he, not see that coming? He is a successful tag guy. He's <laughs> um, done in the both brands he's been on. So yeah, so I thought that was really cool. And he said something very interesting. He was just like, nah, I ain't leaving y'all. And I was like, huh, wait, word? Yeah, I wonder what that meant. <laughs> What do you mean, bro? <laughs> I'm always also, gonna be by your side. I think that's hard. If he like, uh, I think till like New Year's Evil, he's just like with them. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. I I think I heard today. I listened to the A show. Are they gonna they're gonna be doing like a tag tournament for the Raw belt, right? I had I did not watch Raw last night, so I don't know anything. Okay. I only watched the main event. I may have heard. Uh, I might have just be mad. I was playing Ratchet. But um. Oh, for the record, RVD has tag team championship with uh Kane, Booker T, like I said, and um mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio. Okay. On SmackDown. How many, t- how many Intercontinental Championships you got? Or am I imagining that shit in my mind? Um, yes. Three. Six. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not I'm not insane though. Um, um what else? No, that's it. That's all I have. Well, my fault. Uh Grimes and Hudson. We see the aftermath of their match. And Justin brought up something uh very interesting to me. Uh, yesterday after I watched it and it was just like, man, Cameron Grimes really got a clean sweep on this motherfucker. And I was just like, yeah, I'll, like, I think Cameron Grimes is like 7-1. and oh, uh, seven and one. <laughs> if, and you include, think, if you include the poker game and everything that happened, yeah, he'd be yeah, whooping Duke he's, he's like 7-1. Like and one. I think the only L he probably took was after he won the poker game <laughs> when he went through the table. And then when he came out, he was just like, one more match. I was just like, damn, you going to shit on him again? <laughs> For what? <laughs> I, would hope, I would hope Duke wins this one. He has to win this one. He's been looking I, a dork this whole time. No, I was... Hey, he better cheat his ass off to get this win because, God, Cameron Grimes is running it up on this nigga, bro. Yo, Ted DiBiase got to come out and be like, yo, go easy on this kid, bro. You, <laughs> you bugging out. This shit is insane. Also, um, who 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 would have known? Cameron Grimes, kind of handsome. You know what? The haircut really helped. The haircut got the beard lined up. Hey, you look alright. Uh, when I saw the video package um, <laughs> at War Game, and he was just like, "Yeah, you cut a little, a little bit of my hair," and the bitches fought with it. I was just like, "Yo, talk <laughs> your shit, bro." <laughs> that man was just like, "You did me a favor. Now I'm gonna beat the shit out you, boy." <laughs> Grimes is goaded, bro. He needs to. Uh, I can't wait to see his departure out of NXT because he is something special. Yeah, he made roster bound by mid twenty twenty two. He not he not staying in NXT more than six more months. I know. I I think it might be because they were both on Impact, but him and LA Knight, dog, they just yeah they 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 just took off in like quality and like I yeah. already like Cameron Grimes, but you know. Uh, when Ted, the Ted DiBiase and stuff like that, like they just hit another level. And then, uh, same with uh, LA Knight, too. They just hit it. that promo that uh, the LA Knight cut last week. Yeah, on the YouTube.com. I said, hey, yo, talk that shit. Boy. Yeah, he did his thing. Dad was talking that talk, bro. Uh, I'm, gl- I'm glad I turned around on LA Knight because if I didn't before, that would have been the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that man is talking that talk. Um, now to something I don't really care about. Uh, Zion Quinn versus Santos Escobar. Um, Boy, I didn't care about that match. Nah. <laughs> Miss me with this. No. Yeah. Please use my guy's time better, please. Dog, Zion Quinn cannot work, bro. He's kind of boring. He, he, cannot, he can't work, bro. I would say he got it. I, I, he does a little, uh, I guess he got a little more in his moveset, but nah, son, get this shit out of my face, man. <laughs> I'm not watching. Please. I, I wasn't there. I was ready. I was ready for Gargano. I was like, all right, let's wrap this up so we can get to the Yeah, end. Dead, dead ass. Um, 
I would say the most interesting part of the match is when uh, Fletcher Lopez slid the um, slid the brass knuckles in like uh like a gladiator. It was like it was a gladiator fight, and it was like the first man that picks it up wins. And yeah. it was just like you know, and for her, it doesn't matter who wins because you know it will work to her benefit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it is what it is. And then I forgot to put it in the quick hits, but uh, Persia Parada kind of just feeling like you know. Uh, second fiddle in her bestie's life, and it's just like, shit. you know how I be hanging around. You know how I be hanging around the newlyweds. They're still in the honeymoon phase. I know. You, it's, you it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of my husband this, my husband, my husband that. You gotta, gotta focus, focus on yourself, yourself queen. Honey. Yeah, you do. You better. Uh, she gotta. Uh, I know this is terrible, but she need to go hit a Rob Stone. Take that offer. <laughs> Start working on you. And <laughs> I think she's been great. Uh, you know. Kind of just uh, branching out on her own. Uh, I can't wait till India Hartwell like kind of gets back into the swing of things because it's been a minute for her. Yeah. And that's it for NXT. Good shit. Um, you can follow Quan on Twitter at the Comeback Spot. You can follow me Cyrus at Cyrus on TWR. You can follow the A-Show Network on the A-Show RNC on Twitter, and you can subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the A-Show RNC, where we're going to get our double feature spot callers for the month because I was too busy to do it last month. Um, you, you can listen to episodes of The War Report, the A-Show early, same as the Rewriters Room. You can you watch our interview with Carmelo Hayes from last week. Yeah, you can you can watch it, see our faces and everything, and our excitement and joy uh, with our interview with Carmelo Hayes. Um, what else we got going on? You know, holiday related stuff. There's going to be more live watches and stuff like that. That is uh, Patreon exclusive content. Um, shout out to all our new patrons. Uh, I heard Petty Tree subscribe, so shout out, Petty. To them. What's up? Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to her. Um, Shout out to all our patrons. Shout out to uh, Daryl, who joined uh, who joined the Discord um, this week. Well, earlier today, actually. Today. Uh, yeah, man. It's a, uh, this is a good way to end off the year. I haven't really uh, gave my thoughts how I felt about the Carmelo Hayes interview. And I will say, I talked to a friend uh, yesterday, and not to sound cliche, is, man, we were hard to get here. It's been a long road. You feel me? Yeah, me. So it's nice when your hard work pays off. Uh, can't wait to do more interviews and such, and we can kind of just do it however we like, you know. Let me let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Look, you know me. You know me. People tell me, oh, what you about to go do your little podcast? Yeah, my little my little my little podcast got me on Bleacher Report. So you know what? Yes. Shut up. My my friends, uh, my friend saw me on Bleacher Report, and she's she doesn't really know what sports are, but when she said that, her boyfriend was just like, oh, "You're on Bleacher Report? Holy shit!" And I was, uh, <laughs> and uh, I I took a lot of pride in that. That was very fun, uh, very support for me. Everybody's bio. been very everybody's been very supportive. I don't talk about the podcast. when I say, "Yo, I can't do things on Mondays and Tuesdays." People go, "What are you gonna do?" I just say, I have to watch wrestling. And then they go, oh, you know, and I say, I do a podcast on it. And I stop it there. <laughs> um, 
because I feel like whenever I say or talk about wrestling, people feel uh, like I feel like people feel that I'm trying to convince them to watch, and that's not the case. I literally do not care if you watch. Wrestling. I don't care if you watch it. And then to make it worse, bro, I have to I have to explain that I'm watching wrestling, but not the wrestling that a casual person would know. It's wrestling that only like five hundred thousand <laughs> people in the world watch per week. So it's like the most niche thing about a niche product already. I it's, it's very tough to explain to people what I'm watching and then when they ask me. I can't even I can't even describe the two shows. <laughs> because uh, the people I was talking to before that I told them that I was on Bleacher Report, I've taken them to an NXT show. They they enjoyed the uh, the NXT shows that I've taken to. Uh, they, uh, one of them is uh, my tattoo artist. Uh, she loves Alex. Um, when Robbie. we went to the NXT show, uh, he was like, you know, uh, they were doing a tag with the Undisputed Era. He was in our corner. And she was just like, kept looking at like that massive back tattoo she, he has. She loves it. Um, but no, when people uh, when people ask me about my podcast, I go, it's going well. Um, I think I have one coworker that like comes up to me and goes, how's that podcast? Doesn't even, care about, doesn't even care yeah. about wrestling. Doesn't even care. He just says it makes you happy and I fuck with that. So shout out to Logan. <laughs> shout out to Logan. Um, yeah, man, it, it's fun. I And I'm not saying that I don't really talk about this podcast a lot because like I'm embarrassed or anything like that. It's just like, I'm not trying to convince anybody to watch wrestling. <laughs> Especially AEW and NXT of all fucking things. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If we were doing a podcast on like, <laughs> if we were doing the A-show, I'd probably be. I still would it. My friends would go ape shit, or like my friend would go ape shit if we did like a total divas fight, because that's what she. That's how she's familiar with. We should do a total divas review. Absolutely not. (laughs) You want to do it? I don't. uh, If you can, Justin loves reality TV. You know how you you know I love reality shows. Come on, man. Talk talk, uh, talk to Meals or Justin. I don't do reality people. I just finished season five of Survivor, the worst one out of the first. uh, It's the worst out of the five, by far. Uh, Uh, Fuck Ryan. I'm gonna fuck Brian and Clay. Both of them guys. They both suck. (laughs) But uh, yo, shout outs to everybody that ever, you know, like we said this for the two uh, for the 100th episode, man. If you downloaded an episode you listen to it it doesn't even matter if you played that shit all the way through if you the shared link. it you tweeted the link you retweeted you know our links of when we put it on twitter you quote retweet you share um you like you just glance at the motherfucker because those, those those engagements count uh shout out to you man if you if you're subscribed to our patreon even more love for that um if you you know you fuck with this network more than just the Asia. Shout out to you for that. Because I know a lot of people that are just like, yeah, just listen to the Yeah, just listen to the Asia. Shit. That doesn't bother me. But <laughs> I do that. That don't bother me. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Show love, man. And I can't uh, to the next 100 episodes. Hey, you know what? My my one year anniversary is coming up, too. Just want to put that oh, out yeah. There. Uh, Can you believe it? With the, the the time that Quan believes that this podcast did a full like the, 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 the number, success the number, of the network when the full it changed, <laughs> you can't deny you can't deny the fact that once I came in, hey, the numbers went up. We it's, look, it's we looked, there. We looked at the Spotify numbers. The first episode that came out at the top of the year was 
episode 61, Exalted. And I believe that's the one you're on. So, uh, see? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm <Damn>. telling you. <laughs> that's real hip hop, man. Um, no Patreon segment for this week. We're going to have a lot of uh, Patreon exclusive stuff coming out uh, throughout, you know, just the holiday season before we go into the next year. So we're just going to prep and gear for all of that. Um, yeah, once again, man, to everybody that loved and supported, see you guys next